Mornings with Rena, TJ, and Turnbull. The podcast. Rena, TJ, and Turnbull, the millionaires. Matt on the West Coast, Turnbull. They sure are. Uh, JT Miller plays for the Vancouver Canucks. Now, the Vancouver Canucks have had that COVID outbreak. Uh, I think it was up to 25 members of the organization that had tested positive. So what that's is that, players, the ticket rippers coaches. and everything? No, it's just, it's just like that's, that's players, coaches, people that are, that are you know, involved with, uh, with the team on a daily basis. Um, started apparently, Adam Godet decided he was going to go out for dinner one night, went to a restaurant, and then they've been told, the NHL has told all the players, like, you guys got to gotta treat this sort of like a bubble, even though it's not a bubble. So, like, don't be going out when you don't have to go out, that kind of thing. And one of their players, he did go out, brought it back uh, to the team during a practice. And then, uh, yeah, the whole thing just uh, kind of went through the entire organization. It's one of the variants. So it affected, uh, you know, these are obviously very fit young men. And uh, some of them were reportedly on IVs and stuff like that. Like, it got pretty serious. So uh, the, Canu- the NHL, they didn't, they, they didn't want to shorten the Canucks season. They wanted the Canucks to have to finish their games. Um, whether they needed to or not, I mean, that's up for debate. The Canucks probably not making the playoffs anyway this year. So maybe there's something that could have been done. But uh, they basically tried to now condense their season into just a couple of weeks. So they're playing basically every night, if not back-to-backs, a lot. And uh, JT Miller, he spoke yesterday about just how ridiculous he thinks this is. Yeah, I don't really feel ready at all, if I'm being completely honest. Um, I can't really speak on behalf of my teammates um, that, you know, have had it, uh, COVID. So it's going to be tough for them to bounce back this quickly and try to play. So I'm just hoping everybody can stay as healthy as they can here. What was your reaction, JT, when you saw the schedule? It's kind of crazy um, to expect pretty much our entire team to be ready to play and one practice in a pregame skate is a little bit hard to comprehend. Do you worry about the health of players who are who are coming back from that and ha- have been thrown into a schedule where they're asked to play five games in the first seven days? I mean, that's all I worry about. And and, and we we you know we try to talk about the number one priority is players' health and their family safety. And and this is it's almost impossible to achieve that with what they've asked us to do here on our return. So. Like I said, I can't speak on behalf of the guys that have had COVID, but I've talked to my teammates a lot, and this hasn't been the, obviously that easy. There's different different for everybody, and you know, for them to try to come back and play like I just talked to is going to be very challenging and, and not very safe if you're asking me, and I'm sure that there's other people that would agree with that. So if they want to spread the games out, or I would screw with the schedule, but why wouldn't they just like cancel the couple in between or just make the – because Vancouver screwed up. You know, one of their guys went out, make them take the loss. So, he doesn't even play for him anymore. He got traded yeah, he at the deadline. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's taking his COVID to another team. Uh, but like they, so the NHL, they were trying everything in their power to not let the season go past like May, whatever it is, May 11th, I think, um, because they still want to get their playoffs in before July and they want to be able to start next season on time, right? So um, they were they were doing all their, so that's why they're trying to condense all these games now to, so that they can still end on time. But I mean, one practice they're going to have within three yeah. weeks. So these guys have been sitting on their, on their, lying in their beds basically for a couple of weeks, all the ones that had it right jt miller is one of the ones that didn't get it yeah um but i mean they're not i mean that's tgs somebody i know you never played at that level but no. i mean imagine yourself three weeks sitting on the couch and then you're expected to go play against Connor mcdavid on friday night you should see me after three weeks of sitting on the couch going to play beer league on a saturday morning <laughs> at 10 o'clock with a hangover i mean i can only imagine what it's like to have a b117 variant exactly. ripping through my veins some leaked footage i don't know if you guys were able to uh if you saw this last night kind of going around I've sent you a link in your email. It should be there. Oh, yeah, there I hit set. Okay, it's coming right now. So the uh, the Pentagon announced that, yes, they uh, have seen a UFO. They have footage of it, and it's posted online. Um, it's 
flashing. It's a triangle, though. This one's not a circle. It's really weird. It flew over the U.S., and it flew over one of the warships, and it was actually the military that got the video footage of it. And it's always the military. Yeah, it came out in May 2020 is when this flying, it kind of looks like a Dorito, <laughs> like a flying Dorito through the air. And uh, the, Pentag the Pentagon, as of yesterday, says that this video it has been proved real, like um, like it's not um, you know, doc it's not been doctored, doctored yeah, or anything yeah. like that. And uh, is that, this one that we saw before? No, it's, this it's is a new one. one. This, this is, is completely new. new. Yeah, this okay. is completely new. This one I've never seen one like this before. Flying Dorito. So they're just saying they don't know what it was, right? Like they're saying, they're saying unidentified flying object. Yeah, I mean, that is UFO. That is, I guess oh, yeah. that is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But they're not saying that there they're was saying, aliens. They're not saying they're just saying they don't know what it was. But there was yeah. So they did a bunch of research gotcha. after, and they tried to see if there was anything in their airspace, if it was possible, and they can't. They come up with nothing it just it vanished after spinning around um and they have the footage and release it so i thought it was pretty cool i'm gonna put it up on the 921 city facebook page if you want to see a possible dorito shaped ufo doesn't look as big as i thought it would look no i mean aliens are tiny are they <laughs> they could be yeah. imagine they're like this they, little all, they all just live on doritos it's actually a dorito <laughs> <laughs> by the way i did see something that um the uh, odds of humans making alien contact are down 20 to 1. Why? Down? Yeah, Why? Because the Pentagon acknowledged that UFOs are real. Um, real oh, Navy footage. So the UFOs don't want to come here anymore because they're not... Well, no, 20 to 1 are good odds. I mean, they used to be, even a year ago, 200 to 1 odds before oh, the I Pentagon see what you're saying. Down, announced. Down, I see what you're saying by down. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. So if, okay. you were, okay. if you were betting, like there's a 20... Out of 20 people, one person is going to get... Some kind of alien contact right. in that's the next probed. year. That is yeah. kind of crazy. By know. the betting odds. That's that's like, you know, yeah. maybe maybe not on Bet365, but on uh, one of those other <laughs> uh -huh. dodgier betting sets. Bet364, I think, has it yeah. uh -huh. Bet364 and three quarters. <laughs> okay, here's what's going to happen right now with Think Fast, the hot new radio game. I'm going to give you a statement, and I'm going to attach a letter to the end of it. Right? Like uh, last week, it was, you wouldn't want to wake up to see one of these on your bed starting with an R. And you had an answer, Turnbull, and Rena, you had yeah. an answer, and, and I said Randy. Uh, so your goal yeah. is right. to match up <laughs> with right. me. You don't want to wake up with a Randy next to you. You don't. No. no. Unless your name's Beverly. Why? Well, because a lot of Bevs and Randys get together. <laughs> Do they? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it, it, science. <laughs> yeah. StatsCan website indicates okay. All right. that 10 out of 10 Bevs end up with Randys. All right, here we go. And you can play along too, 762-555. All right, so I have my own answers here. We'll see if you can line it up. Okay. This tasty C word <laughs> sometimes comes from Colombia. Coffee. Cocaine. Churros. Ah, oh, churros, of course. Churros. Of course. Okay. Something you ride on starting with a B. Bull. Bouncy ball. No, no, that's not it. Bronco. Bronco. Oh, yeah. Bronco. Gee. Okay. A woman's name starting with R. Roberta. Rena. Ramona. Oh, you didn't it's pick close. me? Come on. It's close. No. God damn. Ramona. My, my buddy's Ramona? mom. I was yeah. going to ask. You actually my, know my Ramona? My buddy's mom, yeah. yeah. I've yeah. never met a Ramona. She was kind of hot. And there, <laughs> he used to get super mad be like, Ramona, don't talk about Ramona. Ramona's a saint. <laughs> A pro sports position that starts with C. Catcher. Uh, center. Cornerback. Corner. <laughs> Cornerback. <laughs> it's tough today. Okay. Yeah, we haven't nailed one of these yet. Okay, something you would try to eat starting with a D. 
Uh, Dunkaroos. <laughs> That's good. Uh, I haven't had those in years. No, me neither. Uh, something you'd eat with a D. I want to <laughs> say something bad. <laughs> Deke. No, it's not. It's a donair. Ah, oh, oh, the donair. Not, not a boner. <laughs> <laughs> um, a religious position starting with B. A, a religious a, position? Yeah. A position? <laughs> I have no idea. With B. I, I have um, nothing. Also, not dirty. I have nothing. I even went to church and I have nothing. Bishop. The bishop, oh. of course. Bishop. Oh, of course. <laughs> okay, we keep going here. Come Think on. Think fast. I'm going to get one of these. Yeah. <laughs> Something you would go to prison for starting with an M. Monster. No. Public masturbation? No, oh, <laughs> that's P. I know, I know that's but just masturbation. Mischief. No, manslaughter. Oh, manslaughter, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, was, I, <laughs> that was an easy one. I, I would have gone with murder, too. Mm. I thought oh, that yeah. would be too easy. Yeah. Murder, murder would have been good. Duh. Okay, think fast. <laughs> Statement attached with a letter at the end. Uh-huh. Something on your skin starting with V. A very Vein. big scar. Varicose veins. <laughs> Varicose veins it is. Rita <laughs> pulls it out. Check out this uh, sleazy... Easy Sleazy is the name of the song. Here's a little clip. Mick Jagger and Dave Grohl. It seems very uplifting. Yeah, it really does. It's a post-apocalyptic sort of post-lockdown song. Yeah. Uh, Mick Jagger on vocals, Dave Grohl doing drums, guitar, and bass. At 641, it's uh, Winnipeg's Rock Station, 92.1 City. All right, something for us all to look forward to, TJ. Okay, what is something it? Something for us all to look forward to. I know the snow on the ground right now, right? Mm-hmm. I know that it's technically, you know, spring is just, you know, about to be here. Yeah, right? it's, it's going to happen tomorrow. It's going to happen, right? But coming soon, this summer, according to the one and only Chet Hanks, familiar? Yeah, I'm familiar. Tom Hanks' degenerate son, <laughs> who's a... An embarrassment, yeah. yeah. Well, he had this to say a couple of weeks ago on his Instagram. Hey, guys. Um, look, I just wanted to tap in really quick. I just got this feeling, man, um, that this summer is uh, its about to be a white boy summer. You know, take it how you want. I'm not talking about, like, Trump, uh, you know, NASCAR-type white. I'm talking about, you know, you know me, um, John B., Jack Harlow type white boy summer you know what i mean let me know if you guys uh can vibe with that and uh get ready you know because i am okay. i can vibe with that so white boy know. summer now he also came up with some rules and uh, tj I, i've got to be honest with you yeah um you might have to do a little bit of, of uh of lifestyle changes if you want <laughs> to enjoy a white boy summer well why well because what? listen to his rules especially rule number one wow 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 woke up this morning internet gone mud again sheesh um, but I just want to drop a few uh, rules and regs for uh, the white boy summer. Okay, rule number one uh, to all my white boys out there. No plaid shirts, okay? Can't be looking oh, like I a picnic it. table out here, boys. Uh, Can't look like a picnic oh, table my- out here, TJ. You got to put those plaid shirts away if you want to take part in white boy summer. Do I have to do the Rastafari <laughs> voice? I was just going to say, he sounds like such a douche. Uh, just put on a black tee, a white tee, you know what I mean? Keep it simple. Uh, rule number two. 
no Sperry topsiders. That's not the kind of white boys we're talking about, dog. Okay. So I had to look up what those Sperry topsiders are. They're actually really nice shoes. I kind of like oh, them. Yeah. But you're not allowed to wear them if you want to be part of white boys. No, yeah. I'll, ju- I'll just keep wearing the um, Reeboks that I have that are falling <laughs> apart at the seams. Okay. Uh, get yourself some Vans, some Jordans. I'm not really a sneakerhead, but, you know, feel it out. And, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, No calling girls smoke shows. Okay. That, that term is, uh, it's played out, dude. Yeah, and you can't around. just see a hot chick and be like, dude, you see that smoke show, dude. Smoke, dude. Okay? That's can't cool. say that. I know you say that a lot. No, I don't. You can't say smoke I show anymore, I don't say that. No, so that is change lame. the way that you talk uh, about girls. That is lame. call them smoke shows, okay? Oh, yeah. And anything salmon-colored, burn it. Burn, burn that it, shit. DJ. Don't that salmon it. shirt that you okay. wear? The oh, only salmon that I have is on the grill with lemon and dill. Uh, no, no. I've seen you wear a salmon shirt to work oh, before. And if you want to be part of White Boy Summer. No, I don't. You can't wear that salmon Wear it every shirt. day, then. <laughs> I don't want to be part of White Boy Summer. Yeah. Just to make White Boy Summer that much better, Chet Hanks has dropped a music video for his new song <gasps> early this morning called White Boy Summer. WBS. Turn it up, the beat on my headphones. Just a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit, yeah. White boy summer. Hot boy, white boy summer. Got your favorite Instagram, bitch, DM in her number. Woo. Hit the strip, wow, pop a mic is... thunder. Woo. She let me beat it, I'm a white boy wonder. Uh, bad gal, white dandada. Rude boy, it's a white boy summer. Come on. God, why, why isn't Tom Hanks being like, you can't? The best. Stop. The best <laughs> comment I saw on social media about white boy summer was someone said, Chet Hanks. Is the price Tom Hanks had to pay to be Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> we got 25 centimeters of snow. Uh, that makes this the largest snowfall for the winter season, so although it's inches? spring now. 10 inches? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's you ever crazy. Seen 10 inches? Yeah, that's the most we got. <laughs> Only when I look in the mirror. <laughs> when there's a towel rack behind me. <laughs> Winnipeg's Rock Station, 921 City, about an hour away from another duel for Winnipeg's favorite rock song. We are trying to find Winnipeg's favorite rock song, and when we do find it, um, somebody will find $10,000 in their bank account. So, I found it. I found what? it. No, you, I found it. No. This isn't it. Are you sure? Nope. Yes, I'm sure. I mean. Oh. <laughs> That was yeah, that song sucks. That's Tom <laughs> Hanks's kid. That, wow. that is the offspring of Tom Hanks, yeah. the, the legend. Rapper. The wow. legend. There's always that one kid that's kind of a screw up in the family because his other he's Colin. Uh, Colin's awesome. Legend. <laughs> yeah, he's a great actor. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's yeah. right up there. Can you name three movies he's in? No. <laughs> Can I can't you name two? No. Can you name one? No. Life in, <laughs> Life in Pieces. He was on Dexter. Uh, um, those uh, are movies. Those are TV shows. TV yeah. shows. Well, yeah. well those are movies. He must have done something else. <laughs> Surely Colin Hanks has done one other project. He's done several uh, things. Jumanji? Yeah. Jumanji. <laughs> the new Jumanji movie. Oh, he starred in King Kong, The House Bunny. Of course. Oh, of course. How can we forget? The class uh, house bunny oh, yeah, movie. the house bunny. I actually really like that movie. <laughs> <laughs> you what? <laughs> um, NCIS, that thing you do. Yeah. yeah. I saw him on that uh, Drunk History show, too. Remember yeah. Drunk History? Ah, yes, on I Comedy do Comedy Central, he yeah. was that. He played uh, Mr. Rogers. Mm. I like the way you do that. <laughs> Just like his dad portrayed Mr. Rogers. Oh, weird. Yeah. Full circle. Yeah. <laughs> too bad Colin sucked <laughs> at it and didn't get the gig for the real Mr. Rogers movie. Uh, tough day for that politician out of Quebec. So the member of parliament, um, what is his name again? 
I've kind of forgot it because I was just mesmerized by that tiny little black <laughs> dot that they that they covered up his wrench with. He's handsome, at least. <laughs> uh, Will Amos. Okay, so Will Amos. Amos? Amos? Is that really his last Not name? Not anus. Amos. Oh, <laughs> like Still. Amos. Um, Will Amos. He is a father, a husband, a citizen, a nudist. <laughs> he's a federal MP for Pontiac in Quebec, has been since 2015. Uh, you know, he's a, he's a liberal MP. And again, we want transparency from the government, but I think this just kind of went a little too far. <laughs> there was uh, a Zoom meeting between uh, members of parliament yesterday. And I guess as his story goes, and I like to, I want to believe him. I want to believe him as well. I yeah. always believe politicians, but in this case, uh, <laughs> He's he's not lying. I don't think he. It was unintentional, inadvertent. Um, his tweet said, "I made a really unfortunate mistake today, and obviously I'm embarrassed by it. My camera was accidentally left on as I changed into my work clothes after going for a jog. I sincerely apologize to all my colleagues for having to see my left hanging fruit. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. I mean." <laughs> You just wonder how this, like, you know, this still happens because like, we—that's all we've been hearing since the everyone's been doing Zoom meetings and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. It's just like people. Now, some of the stories have to do with people that are doing inappropriate things on camera. This guy, like you said, you know, he was just coming in and he was changing. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, do you is your office where you come and you strip down Here's to get? Your you don't want your colleagues your to see your flaccid penis. <laughs> You just don't. <laughs> One of the other MPs was like, we like the, to see that you're in great physical peak condition, yeah. but yeah. You know, we didn't need to see the whole thing. Yeah, the screenshot of it that I saw, uh, it's somebody else who's in the Zoom meeting, and it's like this lady that looks like her name is Barb, and she's got the haircut with the headset, and it's her right next to him, like, watching it happen. It's just Probably the first time that so she's awkward. had one flopped out in front of her in years. <laughs> oh, it's so awkward. Poor guy. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I kind of feel bad. Yeah, he's, I mean, again, you know, his, his kids... I have to go to school today, and it's like, ha we saw your daddy dick. Yeah, and it's uh, it's it's like his legacy forever now, right? No one's gonna remember what this guy ever does in politics. No, but it'll probably help him get reelected. Uh, just like, pity votes. Oh yeah, people are like, well, we've seen everything that exactly. he has to offer. Yeah. That's, that's all he needs from his signs. You've seen my dick. <laughs> <laughs> So Prince Philip passed away last week, the husband of Queen Elizabeth, and uh, his death was reportedly unexpected, and I think we all kind of saw it coming. Um, I'm going to live forever. But did you know that, uh, I found this out today, I thought it was really weird, he is actually, he is the leader of, uh, or not the leader, he is worshipped by a cult that specifically worships Prince Philip. It's really, really weird. So it's these islands, this collective group of islands and these villagers. Um, it's called Tatana. And uh, it's a remote corner of the world. And they think that Prince Philip was a living god. But now he's not there anymore. So they've, they're in these this week of mourning and they're doing all these sac- animal sacrifices for oh him and having these feasts and everything in his honor. And Should have feasted on him, although there wouldn't be much no, to No, no, not on those bones. <laughs> <laughs> what was the reason behind it? Like, why did they worship this guy? Okay, so according to the Titana legends, a pale-skinned son of a mighty mountain god once lived on the island. Desiring companionship, he left the island and traveled across the oceans. Eventually, he made it to a distant land where he found the perfect woman and got married to her. His bride was very powerful and very wealthy, almost like a queen or something. Um, 
So in the or prof- something, what's in the, the or something? I don't know. That's that's what the article. That's the way the that's where the article wrote it. Uh, oh. So there was prophecy that he would come back to the island one day, and this is this this is was a story that they told for generations. So then in the seventies, Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip decided to go on a little tour and hit a bunch of these islands, and they went there, and all the people were like, "Oh, it's him." That's him. He came with the with the wealthy woman. He married into it and everything. It's and, the old bone rack himself. Uh, yeah. And, oh my goodness. Uh, he thought that he was the son of the mountain god, so a, like prince of his god. So they say that he has now left his mortal body and he's back, you know, in the mountains and they're mm. doing all. It's this this weird cult and there's these photos of all these people that. So look, it's a cult or it's like a tribe of people. Like, they what, call it. A, they call it. Um, they're calling it a cult in the article, but it's a tribe of people that this is like almost. Part of, a part of their religion. They worship him as a god. They have photos of when he came to visit in the 70s, all framed in these huts, and they're, like, full wearing the, like, grass skirts and the, like, I mean, really, really old-school tribes. It's no different than somebody's great aunt having those stupid spoons hanging up on the wall that's like, <laughs> oh, look at this. Oh, look at my collection of Royal Dalton. Yeah, oh, I never wow. understood. I never understood that. No, like the old stuff, like, or even, like, the old China, right? Like, the expensive China that, well, when are you ever going to use it? Well, never. Mm-hmm. It's Never. just there for decoration. Yeah. What a stupid decoration. I know. I'd rather Prince Philip hanging up. Old ass skin. A Prince Philip rug? That's bad. Team Canada. Uh, apparently going to the Olympics. Is this a thing? Are the Olympics still happening? As of now, they're happening. It's supposed to be in August? Yeah. 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 I guess yeah. it's it says 100 yeah. days from now. I think it's supposed to start in oh. Tokyo. Yeah, I uh, if I was a like if I was a betting man, I don't know if I'd uh, if I'd think that they were happening. I did see that they're not expecting any fans from yeah. elsewhere to be allowed, so it's just going to be people in Japan. I don't even yeah. know what the, the full COVID situation is in Japan. Um, I'm assuming because they're they're an advanced society that they're probably light years ahead of us. Like, they're probably on yeah. the next pandemic by now. <laughs> I guess if you're not allowing fans um, from elsewhere, and we've seen how other sports are doing, like, bubbles and stuff, then I guess, you know, theoretically it could work. They could still do the same thing. But I don't I don't know. It still seems kind of far-fetched to think that they're going to get all these countries from around the world to get together in one place when there's a pandemic going on. Well, what about the athletes in Canada? I haven't even heard of anybody training. Not that we normally hear a ton about it, but usually isn't there, like, pre- preliminary stuff? Like, isn't there, uh, like, a, I don't yeah. know, like a jogathon to get in? They were given an exception back in, I want to say, a few months ago that they were allowed to keep to train and stuff, even during, like, the lockdowns and everything like that. So they have been. Now, I, I don't know, because you're right, there's got to be qualifications, there's got to be that yeah. kind Kind of so I haven't heard of any of that, but I've heard of like them being allowed to train at least. Yeah, uh, no international fans will be allowed to attend, uh, and then they are not allowed. They're not going to. It just says they're not allowed to be going off Olympic site. Kind of what we assumed: bars, restaurants. You just got to. You're going to be stuck in your bubble, pretty much, if you're an athlete. Soccer's an Olympic sport, right? Yep. So then we got Desiree Scott from Winnipeg. Yep. I wonder if we should reach out to her and ask her what the hell's going on. <laughs> yeah. Like, she might be our only liaison Now, at this she point. plays soccer full-time in the States, I believe, and she'll, she might still be playing. Oh, might, oh yeah, because that's what I was on, thinking. Right? Yeah, like a sport like that. Where, yeah. I don't know, because you can't just roll up. I, I wonder, you know, like you can't just roll up and, and go run a 400-meter race or something like that and expect to be <laughs> any good if you haven't been practicing. No, no. Yeah, and it says that they're also saying you don't have to be vaccinated to compete to get to go there. Mm. They're leaving that open. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, they're probably worried about something in the one of the vaccination needles setting off the triggers when they do the pee test. Exactly. That's true, exactly. though, actually. Like a yeah. bad, bad I substance. Know. I mean, yeah. God, uh, Ross Rebliati was secondhand smoked a doobie. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so he says. Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Guys but, chain smoking in the back. By the way, Team Canada just released yesterday through the uh, Hudson Bay Company their uh, team jackets. Yeah, you know what? I they're growing on me, man. I think I like them. Come on, I think I do. Turnbull, they look like an, an '80s punk show. Like, yeah, I'm okay with it. <laughs> looks like you're Frankie first, Venom, the lead singer of Teenage Head. <laughs> at first, I was like, I didn't like them at all. But as I keep looking at them, like, listen, I'm a sucker for jean jackets. I wish I could wear one. I cannot pull one off. There's no. There's I got you people, one for Christmas last year. I know. Year. There's certain guys who can pull off jean jackets. I don't think I'm one of them. Is it because of like the? It won't. <laughs> No, it's got nothing to do with the fit. Okay, it's just the look of jean jackets. It fit. It works for some guys. It doesn't work for some guys. Okay. Uh, you should just do what I do. Cut the sleeves off. Oh, you could do that. No, that that's doesn't a, work for any de- guy. <laughs> that's a denim vest. Come yeah, on. these uh, new Team Canada jackets basically. Uh, I don't know. I they must have a built-in smoke pack holder. Like they they look <laughs> they look like you're you're holding a labat in one hand and and ripping a dart with the other. Like I. I just don't. Okay, but so these are the closing ceremonies jackets. This is what they're going to wear during the closing yeah. ceremonies. Did you see what they're wearing for the opening ceremonies? Nothing. So it's a white T-shirt <laughs> with a red, red maple leaf on it. That's it. Yeah, well, budget's That's all they tight, got. Man. Yeah, well, they spent all their money on the, the closing ceremonies. <laughs> the jean jackets. Is it really? Did they spend a lot of money on that? Somebody just spray painted Canada on it, though. I like them. Too bad we don't have a Hudson Bay to buy it at downtown. Oh, yeah. Oh, soft spot. <laughs> The last time these jackets were cool, actually, the Hudson Bay still had people shopping in it. <laughs> Every single Thursday, except that one time he slept in <laughs> from Sportsnet. He probably just got out of the shower because his hair always has that wet look. Slightly feathered in the front. and it, It's getting longer, isn't it, that chestnut lock that you have, Sean Reynolds? Uh, it's. Uh, I actually just got a haircut yesterday, but uh, my wife would say you couldn't tell. I'm. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to maintain the hockey hair. If I'm a hockey reporter, why am I not allowed to have hockey hair? Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. at least you're not doing the Gene Principe, where you look like the homeless hockey reporter. <laughs> I, I will never. That is a glorious name that Gene has. I will never say anything other than that. <laughs> yeah. So, Sean, uh, great to talk to you today, man. Um, always our great pleasure. Great to talk to you, TJ. Great to talk to you. Hey, is by the way. It? Are we done? That's it. That's it. <laughs> yep, jingle out. Hit the jingle. Um, I got to say, uh, yesterday we were treated to uh, the new Burger King Impossible Whopper. Now, I know this has nothing to do with hockey like we're going to talk about momentarily but have you okay. ever tried one of these uh near meat burgers like one of these plant-based burgs no i i haven't but i i was listening to you, to you all yesterday and sounds like you uh you have a calling in those eating competitions you, <laughs> you need to take on that joey chestnut or something <laughs> how many honestly, hot dogs can you take down in five minutes yeah you know? i had never seen a guy eat a burger as fast as i saw that yesterday <laughs> two burgers in fact <laughs> Do you have to pull a Sportsnet to put me on the highlight package? <laughs> I will pull strings if I need you to get you on. I'll take the video myself. Yeah. So was, the, it good? Uh, was it good? Yeah, it was good. No, it was really he good. didn't even taste it. What are you asking yeah. him for? Yeah, he 
squeezed it in one big one. <laughs> it was good. It was good. Um, I'll take you out for lunch one of these days. We'll we'll get out for an impossible burger or five, whatever. <laughs> we'll call we'll call it Mission Impossible. Bye. <laughs> It'll be great. So, Sean, uh, sports uh, the trade deadline comes and goes, man. It's uh, you know come and gone for the Winnipeg Jets. Did they do enough at the deadline to compete with the big dog that apparently did everything at the deadline? The Toronto Maple Leafs, who they're facing tonight. Well, I think they can compete either way, but it's, it is no doubt a disappointing trade deadline if you're a Jets fan, and I think it, it's a disappointing one for Kevin Shevel's day off. Like he was, I, I, I gather from what we can tell behind the scenes that he was trying to be maybe the biggest player out there at the trade deadline. I think he was trying to pull off not just a deal, but like the kind of deal that may have been, you know, the kind we talked about as the trade deadline winner. Um, and I think he thought he had it done, and then it kind of fell apart at the last minute. So they go, they get Jordy Ben, who's a depth piece. Um, but yeah, great beard. Jets, yeah, great, excellent beard. Hey, one, one of my friends said he looks like the one of the three bad guys in the Superman, where they uh, they all have Superman's powers back in the eighties. Okay, uh, I don't. Anyways, go go check it out. But. Um, yeah, I, I just I, they I think they needed to do more, and I think Toronto made their moves specifically getting Felino uh, with a mind on the Jets. Like I think it's that kind of thing where they were looking right at the Jets when they, when they did it. Like you go to a birthday party and steal a piece early and stare at the birthday person as you're eating the cake, giving them the you know, giving them the old mind. I haven't you know? done that in years. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but I, I mean, they, they made their moves based on trying to take the Jets out in the playoffs. They went and addressed the weaknesses that they had with a mind. I think it, it, you know, it's eventually playing the Jets. The Jets needed to upgrade defensively. Now, I don't think there would be anything more delicious for Jets fans than if they go and Toronto spent all these assets to take on the Jets, and then the Jets go and beat them anyways. Oh, and I'm yeah. not saying it can't happen. Um, I do think, though, it's your job to kind of put your best foot forward and address all your weaknesses before the trade deadline if you think you have a championship-caliber team. The Jets clearly didn't get that done this year. Uh, switching gears a little bit from the Jets to the Canucks, JT Miller pretty vocal yesterday when it comes to, you know, uh, whether it's safe for the Canucks to even be playing games with when none of them have even had any practices or anything like that. Do you think anything comes of this? No, I, I mean – We've been seeing it all year, and a team like the Dallas Stars, uh, who you know went to the Stanley Cup final last year, and looks like they're going to miss the playoffs this year. I mean, that'll be because they started the season uh, right off the bat uh, with COVID, got shut down for a long time, and then have now had this crazy condensed season that Vancouver is going to have to put put up with at the end here, and that Montreal is kind of putting up with. Um, they've had to deal with that all season, and it's probably going to cost them their season. This isn't, I, I think the Canucks case was a little bit worse, but I, th- this was part of going back to work for these players. Um, I'm not saying it's easy, I'm not saying it's a fair situation, um, but everyone. I think kind of knew the risks that were involved in, with this. I think everyone had expectations that teams were going to get COVID and these kind of things were going to happen. Um, they're in a bad situation. It, it's basically almost to the stage that their games are going to be meaningless. They're not mm-hmm. going to be making the playoffs. You know, the Jets' final two games are, are against Vancouver, uh, and I'm wondering if those games are probably going to look absolutely ridiculous. There's, they're not going to be competitive. I don't think that uh, – uh, that, that Vancouver is going to be putting much of a foot forward. Um, it's just, hey, everyone's lives are affected by COVID. This is how how the Canucks 
are going to be affected. Other teams have gone through it. It sucks for them. Um, I feel for them. But I also look at this and think it's just we, we essentially knew this was going to happen this year, and they drew the short straw. Okay. Well, we'll let you get back to the tricep dips, and uh, <laughs> we'll watch for you pre- and post-game on your Instagram handle at SN Sean Reynolds. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we'll see you on Sportsnet tonight or what? Like, do, do you still do even for the road games? Do you ever do anything, like, from your underpants? Sitting on the couch? Um, uh, what kind of things are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> uh, watch the game. Uh, watch the game. <laughs> See you, buddy. The Bone Phone. Bone Phone. On Winnipeg's Rock Station. 92.1 City. Hey, I just listened to that call where uh, you guys said that this guy's, well, the guy said he's doing all sorts of different things like T-shirts and record labels and trying to be Amazon. Um, I've been a banker for 20 years. We call that diversification. Stick to what you know. You're right, yeah. TJ. One of the few times I agree with you. Yeah, diversification. Meaning, like, you suck. Yeah. <laughs> Something worse than that. <laughs> like, meaning, like, as soon as you walk out of the bank, everyone's, like, rolling their eyes, like, yeah, okay. Yeah, we'll get back to you about that application, yeah. buddy. Did you guys see that loser that was just in here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. We have here uh, the conversation uh, about one immuno booster not a vaccine okay guys so do me a favor go on to google go to look up the definition of what is a vaccine you'll see that a vaccine is a substance that uh, is used to induce immunization so you are immune that means you do not catch whatever virus or bacteria or pathogen they're trying to prevent so this covid shot that you guys are taking is not a vaccine it is a immuno booster because you can still catch the virus, but you are less likely to develop uh, harsh symptoms. <sighs> are you being lied to? No. Are you being truth stretched? Yes. Um, is this worth getting? Well, yeah, if you're at the right age, if you're a young person like myself, like I don't, I'm not super young, right? 30s, but I don't understand why if I want to go to a concert that they want to know that I have a COVID vaccine or a immuno boost because you can still catch it and you can still spread it with or without the shot. Yeah, but it's just it, it limits your your need to go to the next step. Like it's one thing to have COVID mm-hmm. or a variant, yes. but the next step lands you in the hospital. And what, what it does, it boosts your immunity enough to fight it off to the point where you don't need to end up on a ventilator. Correct. Yeah. Pretty much. And it's, yeah. all about, it's all about carrying the virus, right? If, like, just exactly like he said, yes, if you can still carry the virus, if you pick it up at a concert because you were allowed to go because you didn't get your shot, mm-hmm. and then you bring that to somebody else who maybe isn't as fortunate as you and ends up in the hospital like you just said, TJ, well, then it's one more person in the hospital than should be. Yeah, and or, and or you just pass it on to like a hundred other people. That's what I mean. Yeah, I was just just, they were never example. gonna beat this, right? Exactly. Like that's the mm-hmm. thing. You, you gotta just mitigate yes, the risk, I exactly. guess. And um look, I'm not gonna tell you what to put in your body, but at the end of the day, I, I think it is gonna be limiting for you if you decide not to get it. Mm-hmm. Right. Let me just uh, preface this rant by uh, saying, you know, I always follow the health regulations. I wear a mask, I socially distance. You know, my parents live 10 minutes from me and I haven't seen them in their house in person for uh, like a year. It's been visits from the front porch, if that. That said, Rusin is a f***ing idiot. Pallister's a f***ing idiot. Everyone in charge are f***ing idiots. What is it? What was it three weeks ago we were loosening restrictions and now, and now, and now, and now Rusin the man's going to tighten restrictions and then he's going to loosen them again? You know what? Just f***ing pick a level and f- 
fucking stick with it because you are fucking stretching people's mental health to the limits with the way you're fucking doing things right now. I've about had it. I'm at the end of my fucking rope. Yeah, that's a, that's the thing. Like, I do see a total point there. Like, is there a need to have all the restaurants open? Look, I'm still going to go, like, you know what I mean? I'm going to go sit at, a, at the wood at a bar and, and have a drink by myself. Like with somebody six feet away, but mm-hmm. if they're going to close it again in three weeks, right? It's like okay, it's well, like, what's the, what's why the they even open it? Yeah. Why would they open it and get all these people back to work for two weeks? They get used to making that income that they that they you know limited. Do income. the be- do the benefits outweigh the 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 not the non benefits? I guess like having them open for that time does that help think, them enough? I think it probably would. I think it at least would give them something. I mean, it's better than being closed for two weeks, right? Than not having any money at all. Come That's in. the way I kind of see it. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah, I don't own restaurants. But so again, this bloody yo yo. Yeah. Of uh, now, like all of a sudden, now we're going to go back to not being yeah. able to get essentials. If that's the case, like I don't know, but yeah. I'm just saying, in the next week or two, if you look at what has transpired in provinces around us, um, like, dude, can you imagine? Not, now I can't go get a pad of paper or whatever, yeah. whatever, all the dumb stuff that I was bitching about before. <laughs> yeah, color <laughs> colors for your kids. <laughs> yeah, like you know what I mean. It's like, oh yeah. right, I can buy shoes, but I can't buy laces. Oh my god, like just figure it out. Yeah. Just come up with a plan and roll it out. Because now we're so far into this. Like, I don't know why they didn't do it from the beginning. This has been a year of gross mismanagement of yeah. the up and down and up and down. We're closed. We're open. We're up, da, 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 da. What is it this week? I don't even know. And I work in the media. Yeah. You know, it's literally my job, part of it anyway, to kind of know what's going on. I'm like, sorry, where are we at? Can I do this now? I have to sign in here. Do I have to do this here? What? Uh, oh, is a mask outside? Mask in? Like. Wow, I bought my new starter vapor kit from Delta 9. I'm lucky I got some weed left over. I can't open the fucking package. <laughs> I'm just losing my shit. <laughs> and I've had it. I don't understand. There are grass fires burning up the fields. Where were those yellow water planes? Nowhere. Now it's all icy out again. We could be filling them with sand and salt. Like I said, the fucking perimeter is just a fucking nightmare. Where are the yellow water planes? We have to start using them more. Oh, God. It's so frustrating. Why does it anyone care? The phone phone. Call 204-780-PHONE. 780 one city 92-1-City. Winnipeg's Rock Station. The Open Tech. On 92-1-City. Winnipeg's Rock Station. For Prairie Summit Shop Winnipeg. Gear up local for spring adventures with new spring stock arriving weekly. Check us out at prairiesummitshop.com. 762-555. You guys get your camping spots yet? I'm trying right now. I just got in. No. <laughs> I'm panicking. <laughs> so hard. How long did you wait for that? Uh, I got ticket number, like, what did I say? I think 5,000. And I just got in. So I waited like 40 minutes Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I said my buddy the other day uh, sent me a, a message on Facebook and was like, dude, he's like, I waited for nine hours and I didn't get a service spot. So you got a service spot and everything you're doing that? I'm trying to right oh, now. Yeah, wow. I'm just, it's happening right this second. Yeah, it oh, it's happening. Bad timing, yes. Oh, better get those camping plants in order. Uh, what's the tricep dip pull at? Sean Reynolds versus Sean Reynolds? Yes, yeah, Sportsnet's Sean Reynolds. Uh, he's been doing a lot more tricep dips. It's going to be close, this this, uh, this poll. Yeah. But you know what? Sean Reynolds is actually taking it right now over he's, Sean Reynolds. He's, he's Sean Reynolds is going to pull it out? Yeah. My name is Mark. I'm a new listener, and I want to say you really rock it hard, dude. <laughs> cool. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Mark. Hey, welcome to the show, man. Appreciate you. Uh, FMK, Seth Rogen, Paul Rudd, Jason Siegel. Uh, Seth Rogen, Paul Rudd, Jason Siegel. Um, I'm, I'm killing uh, Seth Rogen. No. Yeah. 
that a laugh. I couldn't couldn't deal with it. I'm, I'll marry Paul Rudd. I would marry and, Paul Rudd uh, all day. Jason Segel. Oh, Jason Segel, he's packing, dude. What? He's packing. Yeah, so I'll uh, I'll f him. <laughs> <laughs> I used to play ball with a guy who had the nickname Ten Soft. That from Lorne Plant. <laughs> Ten soft. Why would it, why would his nickname be ten soft? Ten soft. Uh, well, similar to our friend uh, two coke cans. <laughs> if you want to figure that uh, nickname out, I'll let you do that at your own leisure. <laughs> MP. Oh, the MP should make a sign that says "I don't hide dick." Yeah, that's great. Um, if he wants to go for re-election campaign. The uh, the dude uh, Amos. That's what? Amos, not Amos. Anus. Was it Will? Will Amos. Like Willie. Willie Amos. Was that his name? Oh, Willie. Willie. Willie Amos. Willie showed us Willie yesterday Yeah, he did. Uh, on Zoom with uh, all the MPs, I guess they got together on a on a Zoom call and... No. <laughs> Oops. Hate when that happens. Um, Logan Stanley is our best D-man. No bones about it. Oof. That's if, a good sign, right? If he's a best D-man, yeah. That's... Wait, is Josh Morrissey out? No. Oh, wow. <laughs> Just invisible. Okay. <laughs> Did I see a tweet about a new guy on the station next week? You did. You did. Mr. Yeah. McKenzie, I think. Mark, Mark. McKenzie. Yeah. Mark McKenzie. Great dude. He'll be uh, the afternoon guy. Yeah. The drive home guy. Yeah. He'll drive you home from uh, 3 to 7 mm-hmm. on Winnipeg's Rock Station, 92.1 City. Mark McKenzie comes to us from Detroit, Windsor, Ooh, where fancy. I worked with him a bit. And uh, we have a, a good friendship. And he will... Um, Probably get into a lot of trouble. Good. That's what I like to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, like, you always want to show people your town and, like, how things Oh, so rephrase that. You're going to get him into a lot of trouble. Yes. That's what you meant. I got you. I am going to get him into a lot of trouble. By the way, 762-555 is the number to text us anytime for open texts or anything. Who's the best breakdancer out of you three? (laughs) Not me. (laughs) I used to dance with uh, Aries and Caesar, and uh, man, there was these dudes in my school that used to get down, and uh, they used to break dance in the cafeteria, Kelvin. And uh, they would invite you to join? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. They thought it was funny. They're like, ah, this look at this white idiot. <laughs> and they'd all get together, and they'd, they'd listen to Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Um, how do you get Dick from Richard? Ask him. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> On that note, we'll just wrap it up. <laughs> hey, by the way, there was, uh, there was a nice fella by the name of, we don't know, uh, easy to narrow down, texter 853 said, hey, 22 years old here. Oh, that's his name, 22 years old here. Um, just thought I'd say for the last 10-ish years, I've made a point to listen to the morning show. Love you guys and what you do. He loves us. Loves us. Loves us. Loves us. Yeah. yeah. Cosmo getting some shout outs too. He's talking about uh, until it sleeps. It wasn't Cosmo because I, I, I mean, I still do the show on Shea 106 in Ottawa and I talk to Cosmo fairly often. And if he did this to me, I would renege our friendship. Sometimes if you're listening to the station and Adam Kane is away, sometimes you'll get Cosmo in for Gator. <laughs> Yeah. 
That's great. You know, I wish Cosmo would fill in more. People love Cosmo here. They love him in Ottawa too. I bet. He's yeah. a legend. I mean, he's been out there for a decade. He just celebrated ten years. If you're if you've been listening, ten years to in Ottawa. Yeah. Really? Yeah, because I was working in Peterborough when he first left. went there. Yeah, because the program director here, Gail, who used to be the the PD here long ago, went mm-hmm. to Ottawa to Shea, and uh, brought Cosmo with her. Hmm. Yeah, so he's Man, been in Ottawa. Seems like just Rockets. yesterday I was listening to Cosmo on the right? radio station. Cosmo. <laughs> Yeah, great guy. Drinks a lot of Maclays. It's one of those beers. He's the only guy that I know that drinks the beer Maclays. I don't know what that is. Scottish. Because he's originally from Dundee. Like his, his roots are Dundee, Scotland. Okay. He's a Stamps fan. He's is a it, Seahawks fan. Is it not fan. good beer? I don't know. I've never oh. had it. He doesn't share. <laughs> Anytime I've hung out with him. Last time I was in Ottawa, we went to the, there's a bar called St. Louis or St. Louis. St. Louis. It's a rib place on Bank Street. Okay, okay. You know where they did the Sens Mile back in the, you know, whatever 07? year? 07. Sens Mile. That's where it is. Because actually it was during, Sen- it was the Sens Mile, I think. <laughs> or the second time. They went again. They went to the, uh, the close to they the final. They went to the third round. Yeah, that's right. They went against Pittsburgh. They lost against Pittsburgh yeah, the year that Pittsburgh won probably uh, the first, yeah, whatever that was. That was Man. only a few years ago. That was only about five, six years ago. Yeah. Well. I don't know. Time flies when you're drinking Maclays, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's the one thing about getting older that I always think about. It. I'm like, man, I guess that really was. You know, sometimes it's like, man, that's a decade. Crap. Yeah, crazy. Like, yeah. Seriously. Man, we're getting old. Yeah, but uh, the music stays the same age. <laughs> Have a great day. Arena, TJ, and Turnbow will be back tomorrow on Winnipeg's Rock Station, 92.1 City.